evening. Our psalm today is our psalms today are Psalm 90. Um, you see below it's on page 453, and Psalm 150 on 525. We're still in the octave of Christmas. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 90 is on page 453. Lord, thou hast been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever the earth and the world were made, Thou art God from everlasting, and world without end. Thou turnest man to destruction. Again thou sayest, Come again, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. As soon as thou scatterest them, they are even as asleep, and fade away suddenly like the grass. In the morning it is green, and groweth up, but in the evening it is cut down, dried up, and wither. For we consume away in thy displeasure, and are afraid at thy wrathful indignation. Thou hast set our misdeeds before thee, and our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For when thou art angry, all our days are gone. We bring our years to an end, as it were a tale that is told. The days of our age are threescore years and ten, and though men be so strong that they come to fourscore years, yet is their strength then but labor and sorrow, 
so soon passeth it away, and we are gone. But who regardeth the power of thy wrath, or feareth aright thy indignation? So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Turn thee again, O Lord, at the last, and be gracious unto thy servants. O satisfy us with thy mercy, and that soon, so shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Comfort us again, now after the time that thou hast plagued us, and for the years wherein we have suffered adversity. Show thy servants thy work, and their children thy glory. And the glorious majesty of the Lord our God be upon us. Prosper thou the work of our hands upon us. O prosper thou our handiwork. Psalm 150, on page 525. O praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him in his noble acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him in the sound of the trumpet. Praise him upon the lute and harp. Praise him in the timbrels and dance. Praise him upon the strings and pipe. Praise him upon the well-tuned cymbals. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, as now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the tenth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command you today for your good? Indeed, heaven and the highest heavens belong to the Lord your God, also the earth with all that is in it. The Lord delighted only in your fathers to love them, and he chose their descendants after them, you above all peoples, as it is this day. Therefore circumcise the foreskin of your heart, and be stiff-necked no longer. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. He administers justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. Therefore love the stranger, for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, you shall serve him, and to him you shall hold fast, and take oaths in his name. He is your praise, and he is your God, who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt with seventy persons, and now the Lord your God has made you as the stars of heaven in multitude. 
Therefore you shall love the Lord your God, and keep his charge, his statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of the Epistle to the Hebrews. Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses also was faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who built all things is God. And Moses indeed was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which would be spoken afterward. But Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope, firm to the end. Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the day of trial in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works forty years. Therefore, I was angry with that generation, and said, They always go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, They shall not enter my rest. Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. While it is said, Today if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who, having heard, rebelled? Indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt, led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose corpses fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see 
that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord only, that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given us thy only begotten Son, to take our nature upon him, and as at this time to be born of a pure virgin, grant that be we being regenerate, and made thy children by adoption and grace, may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit, through the same our Lord Jesus Christ, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. We, um, <clears throat> in our calendar tonight, it doesn't mention the circumcision tomorrow, the Feast of the Circumcision of Christ, but we'll see some circumcision remarks in, in our passages tonight. So um, we're looking at Deuteronomy, and Moses in this section, he's finishing up a section where he's explaining to the people the law and um, what their requirements are and what's expected of them and, um, you know, what they should do as God's people. And so he starts out with the question, what does the Lord your God require of you? And it's a kind of a rhetorical question because he doesn't wait for their answer, but he gives them five basic requirements that God expects of his people. Um, first, to fear the Lord your God, which means to hold God in awe and submit to him. To walk in all his ways, 
which means to conduct your life in accordance with the will of God, to love him, which means to choose and to set one's affections on the Lord and on him alone. And we'll see more of that, about that um, in some uh, passages to come. But I just want to mention that we, we, I've talked a little bit of last week or so about Advent and about how um, we're not of this world and that we're actually citizens of the world to come. And so when we think of it that way, it's, it's important for us to set our sights on God and on our citizenship in, in the kingdom of God. Uh, number four, to serve the Lord your God which means to have worship the Lord as a central focus of our life. And of course, in our, in our uh, belief system, we believe in, and, um, and encourage a life of prayer. And so as we live in our prayer, that's, that's what worship of the Lord is. Worship also means service. So that's uh, another way we serve the Lord is in prayer and by following his commandments, which number five is to keep the commandments of the Lord, which means to obey his requirements that the, and that the Lord's imposed and um, so we read a little bit further, therefore, which is kind of sounds a little Pauline in a way where, you know, this is going on, therefore do this. But he says, circumcise your heart. And when I was in, uh, in Azusa Pacific and we first read the idea of circumcising your heart, it made me laugh. But then I realized that um, when we look at a sacrament, is we think of a sacrament as an outer sign of an, of an inner grace. So we look at baptism as a outer sign of, of, um, the death of our, of the death of sin within us and our rebirth with Jesus and our life with him. So we we're used to thinking of that. Um, we have a sacrament of communion or, um, Eucharist that we take. And uh, so what we do in this, when we're looking at this uh, idea of circumcising our hearts, circumcision was a sign and it was an outer sign, but the inner sign was the cutting away of sin from people's hearts, the cutting away of the need for, re for retribution and uh, to let God uh, run uh, to, you know, to live for God and to live um, as godly people. And so the following of his laws, and that comes from your heart and what you're thinking about as much as, um, and, and as a practice, of course, too. Um, so we can read a little farther and kind of towards the end. Um, Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God and keep his charge, his statutes, his judgments, and his commandments always, which kind of harkens back to um, the Shema in, in um, Deuteronomy 6, 4, and 5. Um, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. And so the Shema goes on for a number of verses, but that's the beginning. And so that's that's our, um, we hear that almost weekly in our uh, communion service, but it's a reminder uh, that we that we can also judge ourselves. Am I loving the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, and with all thy mind? As we move um, into Hebrews here, it's good to remember in Hebrews that the letter was written to instruct and encourage Jewish Christians to stay steadfast in the new covenant. And so their, their tendency, because they were faithful Jews at one time, was to revert to the Old Testament. So their default setting, I guess, if they reboot their computer, they go back to their, their standard ways. And, and I think I mentioned in the beginning of Hebrews that when pressure came on and tribulation came, they were able to try to reduce Jesus' importance and go back to the Jewish uh, way, which was accepted. And so there was a lot of social pressure uh, for them to... Uh, continue in their Jewish faith and, and maybe even put Jesus to the side. So in the first, of course, the first chapter of Hebrews, um, the writer had started to show that, that Jesus was superior to the angels. 
And so um, that was one of the reasons that they put Jesus down and made him just as one of the angels. Today, what we see is the Jewish people also, they were so in tune with Moses. Moses brought the law. Um, the law and Moses were often spoke of as, as the same thing. Um, they were the rituals. It was the supreme priority. And Moses was the one that predicted that a prophet would come much li like unto him and when he was predicting the Messiah. So Moses is very important to them. But what the writer of Hebrews is doing um, is saying as yet as great as Moses was, Jesus is infinitely greater. So he's steering them back and reminding them that Jesus is the, um, the high priest, the king, and, um, of course, he's God too. So, because of the rebellion that the people of uh, Israel had, they were not uh, allowed to enter the promised land. And it's important for us to remember, God wanted us, or wanted the people of Israel to, to live in the promised land and live as, as the people of God. But for us, he has a further uh, desire. He wants us to live spiritually as people of God, and that's why we are... Um, the kingdom of God is at hand, and we live in the, in kingdom principles and in the kingdom. So he wanted both kinds of rest for his people. But the, one of the things to look at um, was that it, by disobedience, the people were not allowed to enter into the promised land. And so uh, the writer of Hebrews is making a... a, a, a a comparison here. In other words, to be in the kingdom of God, we need to be obedient too. So disobedience um, could possibly exclude us from the uh, membership in the, or, or our citizenship in the kingdom of God. And so I had a, quite a discussion today. I really enjoyed my discussion with one of my friends today about um, whether once saved, always saved. And, and I think one of the scariest verses I ever heard from childhood was, um, not everyone who says unto me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father, which is in heaven. So I think that's our call as we um, move further um, through Christmas and we start moving into from the Christmas season and we'll start moving into Epiphany, is for us to take on our walk with Jesus and to walk in the way and to honor and walk as people of God. Let's continue with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those from whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, 
We, thine unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks to my uh, co-leader, Chris, and for uh, reading and leading and, and helping out. It's, uh, blessings to all of you this day, and we'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a wonderful yeah, night. Happy New Year. New Year See you next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next New year. year. <laughs> See you next yeah, let's year. do this again next year. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>